0: the following presentation was recorded at the Newbury buddhist monastery victoria australia please visit our website at nbm.org.au so today's um sunday dharma talk so it was, i was given the caller that say Chiquan was quite busy yeah not not busy with the um and storm so um it was requested for one of the monastic uh, to um, do, do a Sunday Dharma talk. Uh, so I, uh, as usual, I, if, if it's required, then normally I, I volunteer. Uh, yes, so I've been a monastic. Sometimes we, we are required to do a lot of things. That means we are required. Sometimes during the wassa, if someone is sick or is dying uh, and need to um, have a visit. Uh, on the hospital then it's, it's the duty of the monastic to go to the hospital and to see one of our supporters they're unwell or actually um um uh, getting OA sickness and death this is quite normal so and that is is quite inspiring for a monastic to go, come come go to the hospital and see someone that are sick or dying and um, it's just inspiring to see how calm or peaceful they are and you can see how well they have practiced all through their whole life. So That's one, one of the duties as a, as a monastic. Normally, we don't get too much call outlet because we are quite far away from the city. But sometimes, time to time, we do get um, a request from the hospital. And if it's required, basically, um, myself or the other monks will just leave the next day, next within the next few hours, and see that person in the hospital. The so same with um, a Dharma talk. If, if one of our uh, monastic um, friends uh, um, monks or nuns uh, if they are unwell uh, or they are busy with other duties uh, then then the monks should monks or nuns should step in and take over uh, as required okay so um so i don't know what i will talk about uh, but maybe i'll talk about the the rains retreat ourselves so uh, so um we just finish and end the Rains retreat was uh, so that finished it on the 20, I think it was yes, 21st of um of this month. So it's about just over a week ago. Uh, so the wasa was was um for three months, uh, and that was a great time uh, because during the uh, the three months three three months rains retreat was uh, the, the monks, the nuns, and also the lay practitioners stay in the monastery uh, will basically stop and um and spend more time by yourself uh, to do more practice as required uh, because sometimes we do a lot of work outside the water uh, and it's it's always good to um, have more time to practice to spend more time alone in solitude uh, and also um, by oneself uh, because um, if we want to develop the higher practice the eightfold path uh, we need we need develop um, the higher virtue so keeping the precept for layperson for lay person it's the five precepts uh, a layperson stay in the monastery or training is the eight precepts for the monastic the Buddhist monk is a 227 monastic training rules so this rules we keep it in order to develop the higher virtue that will lead to the higher mind or meditation to lead to the higher wisdom our uh, wisdom espanola uh, that will lead to freedom bliss and enlightenment uh. mm. so yeah so it was great uh, um the three months was so uh, spent a lot of time by myself and i can basically reflect how peaceful the place was uh, as a monastic when we go out to the town to do our our teaching duties or to see our supporters if required and uh, things like blessing or see someone that's dying dying in the hospital or getting older or need support or even going shopping and stuff uh, to buy stuff from bunnings uh, to maintain the monastery yeah? so out there it's quite busy so when you're out there like you notice so much busyness uh, happening uh, things people are moving very fast uh, not so not so uh, during the um the restriction lockdown uh, but on the Freedom Day, wow well, everyone is really running around doing things. So this week was very busy. I noticed being out to town. But reflect that when you go back to the monastery, it's very peaceful in the monastery. You can feel the sense of calm and peace in the monastery. Then when you're in the monastery with the community of monks, nuns, and lay supporters, come and visit and practice here, then when you walk back to your own um, monk's hut or monk's kutia and it's even more quiet when you're by yourself sitting in, in, in your own kutia hut uh, is quite calm and peaceful then when you you sit down and um clear the mind make allow the mind to become peaceful unwind and um, go into meditation calm and calm and stillness uh, then it's even more peaceful because um it's allowing the mind uh, to uh, basically withdraw back in uh, so it's going in inwards out from the world into the monastery from the monastery into oneself then from oneself into the mind uh, so it leads into more peace more calm more stillness uh, and more freedom uh, so it's more and more and more uh, yeah so it's increase peace and happiness and freedom so uh, yeah so last um i mean last friday yeah uh, that was they, they called it the freedom the freedom day uh, so freedom to do whatever you want uh, up to a stand uh, with the rules uh, and to uh, basically uh, enjoy life uh, so um that's that's the freedom of lay people uh, for, but for monastic uh, our real taste of freedom uh, is, is in our meditation so when we go in inwards into the mind into our thoughts into our feelings uh, we understand this outflowing of mind this defilements that's causing suffering uh, to arise in in all human beings heart uh, greed hatred delusion attachment uh, so when we go in moodsa, uh, then we can free ourselves from all these defilements of heart uh, yep yeah. so uh, yeah so the, the real freedom uh, or taste of freedom uh, in buddhism is going in into oneself uh, into the mind into the heart and to see all this attachment because when we attach stuff it brings a lot of suffering and pain to one's heart so especially during the lockdown the um the lockdown time a lot of people are having a hard time because they have to face oneself and when they face oneself all this emotion comes up in one's heart but in Buddhism um, or a practitioner we, we understand this is suffering and we learn to develop the higher virtue, the higher mind in meditation, the higher wisdom, understand this attachment is causing suffering in our heart. So we learn to restrain the mind, to stop all this outflowing, outflowing of the mind, that flow out from the mind to our five senses, then from our five senses into the world. Into the world, uh, and then you see all the suffering uh, arise. Uh. Yes. So it's good to uh, develop deeper peace, silence, and happiness and freedom. Uh. So as a monastic during the Vassala, we become an island to oneself. Uh. So when we become an island to oneself, uh, we realize uh, that we are free. We're free from the world's problem uh, and the attachment. Uh, because the Buddha say uh, lay life. Uh, crowded and dusty it's so busy there's so many things happening but as for monastic life or the holy life it's wide and open and free so that's the difference between um lay life and monastic life so may life people have freedom to enjoy the five senses and do whatever they like like but for the monastic life is we let things go the more we let things go the more we become free my attachment and one advantage of saying the monastery yeah, is um yeah you, we are surrounded by forests and uh, it's always nice to uh, be in a monastery yeah, especially coming back from the city or out downtown doing shopping or monastic business uh, uh, to buy to get supplies or equipment to maintain the monastery yeah. when you come back to the monastery there's always a sense of peace and quietness in the monastery and it's quite a, a um a peaceful place so every morning yeah, when i wake up sit for meditation i do a bit of meditation for for half an hour then i come out and you see the the forest the trees the um the birds singing in the forest and um yeah the kangaroos uh, kangaroos is, is, it's always nice we have about, maybe up to about 50 to uh, 80 kangaroos uh, depending on the season uh, and sometimes up to 100 kangaroos uh. when we first moved to the monastery uh, uh, we go for a walk as soon as the kangaroo see us uh, they just run away uh, they run for their life uh. <laughs> but now the monks been here so long uh, every time i walk out uh, the, the kangaroo will just stand and just look at us walk past uh. so they they have a sense of safety uh, And I'm not afraid, they know that that the monastic and the lay for this thing here uh, are harmless. So it's good to develop loving kindness to all beings. uh, So the animals, they feel safer. Yeah, so sometimes the the kangaroos, especially the male kangaroos, they can be quite dangerous uh, and aggressive, but most of the time they just stand there and look at us uh, or just jump away a bit. uh, But mostly the uh, other female kangaroos just look at us. uh, and in the evening when we go back, it's always nice to see the wombats. Yep, sometimes I see about maybe one to um, six wombats when I walk back to my cotilla. So it's really, really nice to see the animals in the monastery. And yesterday, uh, one of the monks was walking back to the cotilla, or the monks hutler, and if, and they saw a koala walking across the, the grass. As soon as the koala saw that monastic, he just quickly climbed up the tree so it's nice to see, to know that there's a koala in the, in the monastery. Yeah? So yeah, so that's the second koala that we see in the monastery. Mm-hmm. So it's always nice to, uh, to have, um be in nature and be with the animals. Uh. Mm-hmm. So it's quite important. So when the Buddha say, um, a ideal place to practice in the monastery. Yeah? So this is where the Buddha will stay here, yeah? that he will stay not near too far from the village or near, uh, not, not too close to the village. So that's somewhere that's in between, not too deep in the forest or not way too close to the, to the village area. And that the monastery will have a good access role. So it's easier for the, the monks to travel for arms rounds and back to the monastery, or even for lay people to come over to the monastery. Yeah. and also one condition is that is easy access for access for people who seek um the buddha or these days to seek uh, monastic so it's easy for them for our lay supporters to come here and seek the monastic for any um, dharma advisor yeah. or maybe some sometimes sometimes a bit of counseling too mm-hmm. and one condition is that has a few people uh, during the day and it's quiet at night, uh, yeah. So when people come in, they come in during lunch time of the dana to the monastic and have a chat, uh, then at one o'clock, uh, usually we close the monastery, yeah. Uh to be earlier. So most lay people that after lunch will go back. Yeah? So the place will be quiet. Yeah. And one condition is that it's free from chatter and offer solitude. So yeah, a monastery should be a place where it's not too busy, you don't have People hang around talking all the time, eh? and you have more time for to be by yourself. Eh? So that's why, same thing after one o'clock, uh, most of the visitors go back, go back home. Eh? Mm. And one condition is that is um, uh, that that is away from human habitats eh? and uh, suitable for um, solitude. Eh? So basically, a monastery should not be too close to uh, a village or to different housing yeah so uh, that's why the monastery is just um that's next to the forest here la. and this used to be an old um, um i think a farm area a farm area la, where they used to raise horses uh, and um and cattle la. so it's so newbury we have 150 acres so it's quite a large property yeah. and um yeah so it's not too close to the village area to the community close by. So we do have some farms next to the monastery. But it's in a distance where it's not too busy. Reflecting yeah. on that, uh, is our, as a monastic or a practitioner, we train our mind. If it's very busy, we accept it, we let things be. And, um we we allow the our busyness if it's work or teaching yeah, as a part of our practice yeah. so one thing that as Tao is saying that when he was um quite young he likes to go in deep into the forest to sit and meditate to some meditation and when he comes out from from um, the forest and he head back to the village yeah, then um sometimes the village people play a lot of loud music yeah. and as Chala who um get quite um and annoy and happy with the noise so one time he stopped and he reflected it's not that the noise is disturbing him is he is disturbing the noise yeah so sometimes as a monastic even he is very quiet and very peaceful and when we go up to the town or when we have a big group of people coming in sometimes we do get a bit annoyed with the busyness and the people chatting around the monastery too much but we realize this is a part of our practice and we learn to basically not get too involved uh, and not to allow it to um, disturb our mind too much uh, sometimes if, if we are too busy uh, and we deal with too much problem uh, it can disturb the mind a bit uh, but when we go back to our kuti to the to our monks heart, uh, then we learn to let things go when we let it go we become free and we don't let it go, then we suffer. That's the talk I gave last last time. It's like a cup here. If I hold on to this cup, it becomes quite heavy. The more I hold on to, the heavier it becomes. And if I hold on to it for a few hours, my arm will be quite sore. And if I hold on to it the whole day, then the next day I have a very sore arm happy of suffering becomes a burden so same with meditation we let it go you have a nice drink then we let it go so same with our duties and responsibility because time to time we let it go yeah so yeah i did miss miss the um, three months was so yeah expect to work maintain the monastery um go out to bunnings doing shopping to get supply from the monastery. Because in the monastery, there's quite a lot of maintenance that need to be done on the old buildings. We have equipments in the monastery that need to be maintained. And uh, owning a property, um, it's one of the requirements from the council that we maintain the um, the weeds in the monastery. So things like um, weeds, blackberries, thistles, in the monastery that is required to be sprayed by the lay people. So sometimes we go out there and we get chemical and stuff uh, that is quite safe. So the chemical that we get is actually very safe. Uh, and it's designed not to um, uh, injure, hurt or kill the animals. Uh, it's designed just to spray and kill and, and off the, um, the the weeds only, uh, but leaves the grass to grow. Uh, you see as a monastic, our duty of care is not to hurt or injured any animals. So sometimes I go back, go to the um, how we store I have to read the label of the chemical. So the chemical that we sometimes get is only those chemical that only de- destroy the, the weeds only. So sometimes we spend chem- we spend on the chemical that costs a bit more, but it does not harm the animals because I'm reading the instruction and it says that it will spray onto flies and bees, they don't, they, they don't get affected. I go, wow, that's a pretty good chemical, <laughs> yes. But there are some chemicals that are quite cheap, but they they do a lot of damage. They kill everything, including insects. So that's the, the chemical that we use to kill the weeds is actually quite safe. It's designed to be sprayed to kill the weeds, but the livestock can still eat it, and they're not affected by the chemical. So yeah, so it's good to be harmless especially to all living beings in the monastery yeah so it's quite busy sometimes if we have a headache uh, planning things uh, but that's is not of a choice uh. and um, during the Wassail, uh, we have to go out to get our uh, coronavirus vaccine so uh, yeah so that's a requirement so when i went out to get my vaccine uh, one of our lay supporters staying here draw us out to town then i stand in line and um Answers a some, some few questions, and us it. And I can just feel people just like, oh, oh i get this vaccine. Oh, Let's get over and done with. So it's quite inter- interesting to watch uh, the people's mood uh, in the vaccine center. Uh, but everyone knew that it's, it's, it's their, their duty of care uh, for everyone to be safe. Uh, yep. It's like the vaccine is like keeping our five, our five precepts uh, or the monastic 227 precepts. Uh, so when we take the vaccine we keep those precepts and we um, we protect ourselves and protect other people and protect the community yeah so last friday we did have a big storm that came in and we lost power for 24 hours just over 24 hours so after the storm uh, we have to go out and uh, check the place out Um, but in the morning was quite interesting i was sitting out in my window looking at the storm blowing by and it was so strong it felt like a cyclone that hit the monastery because where i used to live we get cyclones that come every year and it felt like that wow this everything was moving and um, sometimes it's a bit sad because some of the trees they have in the monastery are been there for like 20 50 years and they're quite large and these storms when they come they really blow the trees. And uh, some of the big trees, they topple over. Like. Yep. So yeah. Anyway, these are the they say the Buddhist simile, the eight worldly winds or the eight worldly condition. So these eight worldly winds are happiness, suffering, fame or defame, um, praise and blame, gain and loss. So these eight worldly winds are just always blowing into every human conditionings we blow around by these eight worldly winds so when we're happy we feel great and when we suffering, we feel terrible when when we are well respected or fame famous then we feel great and when we blame or shame say that you, you're a hopeless monk you can not give good talk you're just a useless builder like you can't do anything move out that way so things like that you get too <laughs> or you get praise oh you, you you're very good you're doing a lot of work or they say oh, oh you just pretty bad I'm a talker, talker, you don't know your Pali, yeah. you can't even chant properly, yeah. he's a hopeless monk. Yeah. <laughs> so all this gain and loss, Yeah, you come in and ah, it's, you have a nice good tea, then later on, someone come and take over your good tea yeah, by your way. Yeah. So these eight worldly conditions uh, always blowing around the place. Yeah. It blows every human beings around, uh, including monastic. Yeah. So that's why the, the, um, the letting go and the samadhi is very important we learn to let things go and we allow these eight worldly conditions uh, not to blow us around the place that's why the teaching of non self is so important so when we let things go when let go the sense of, of i myself our ownership and we become free so when we let things go we become free from our attachment uh, and also from the um the problem of the world uh, yeah yeah so it's quite interesting oh it's still got yeah so it's got a while so i didn't really plan much for this time of talk because i was asked to do it i think something like two days ago on friday i was doing the storm after the storm then um the next day yeah yeah just late 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 on friday after the storm I was cleaning up my stuff then um got a request from the uh, committee on the VSV, uh, saying that Chi Kwan's cinema is quite busy uh, and she don't have power uh, in the place, so she's too busy, uh. so um, she asked, the committee asked if, if someone can volunteer to do this Sunday's talk, uh. so I decided, oh, everyone's busy, uh, so I'll just volunteer, so sorry, I'm a bit old the place uh, at the moment, uh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the monastery is quite busy now because uh, after the storm, we had to go out there and check our building. One of the building was damaged. One of the tree came down and uh, basically destroyed half of the the uh, garage where we parked the car. And um, there wasn't any power, so um, so some of the uh, we have to go out there with um, the monks and also the um, lay guests are staying here and take out the generator, start the generator, and connect power to the kitchen eh? so they can run the fridge eh? and also do any heating up or cooking in, in, in the kitchen eh? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so this these things is almost endless then <laughs> we also have the groundbreaking eh? um, yeah on monday eh? last month not last monday Yeah, so it's quite busy yeah yeah so yeah things are always busy all the time things never ends never stops mm. Hmm, what do I should talk about? Um yeah, maybe I'll talk about a story. Yeah? Sometimes it's good to have a chat about stories. Um so I was looking at on the documentary, yeah. Some what what people is doing in general. Yeah? So this this documentary was talking about this person that's really depressed. Actually it was a true story, yeah. Was this Korean guy was really depressed. Um, nothing to do with the virus. If he's doing something, something else, uh, nothing to do with the lockdown tool. He uh, was like quite depressed uh, because he when he was um he was his older brother. He sees older brother quite often, once a week. And um yeah, life was was pretty good. Uh, so it, he works hard and he gets to see his older brother once a week. Uh, so like all human beings um, it's good to have a family yeah? and things are doing doing well yeah? so one time um on the news his family t- he found that his older brother got got killed and murdered yeah? so he was quite upset yeah? And later on they, they caught the uh, the killer yeah? and the police brought the uh, murderer to um the place where the he did committed the crime so um The younger brother was so angry that when the police brought the person over, he went up to him and tried to um, um, hit the person and injure the person. He was saying that he was filled with rage in his heart. He just wanted to really get back on the person that that basically harmed and and, uh, injured and killed his his older brother. And the police say, look, there's nothing you can do. He's already caught. Let the justice system take care of it. But because of the event that's so traumatic, he can't sleep, he can't eat properly. His heart was filled with rage all the time. So he, he was just mentally suffering all the time. So one time he thought maybe he, he will um, commit suicide. So he tried, I think once he was successful, he tried again, it was successful. Then he thought, okay, this time we we'll do it properly. So he, he went up to the healer walking up to the hills and he was thinking okay i'll find a nice quiet place and hang yourself so it's on the way up there like he was just thinking that's it i need to do it properly and while he's was walking up the hill with um depression anger and rage so it's like he's basically going crazy in his head then he heard a noise of um someone some animal crying in the in the background so he was walking up and he stopped and he looked down and he saw a box then he opened up the box and he found um a puppy a puppy in the box and he's saying this is terrible what kind of person would have abandoned a little puppy in the box and left it out like in the in the on the way up in the forest up in the hills so his heart completely changed. Uh, a lot of um, matter uh, and kindness and passion came in his heart. He uh, said, Oh, he's going to take care of the puppy. Uh. Then, in that my moment, uh, he decided, Oh, look at this poor animal. He's uh, young, he's afraid, and it has been abandoned. Uh. And he, at that moment, he decided, No, he's not going to commit suicide and kill himself. Uh. So he just change. So he decided to take care of the puppy. So he took the puppy home and raised it. So yeah, he says that puppy basically saved his life. When he saw someone, that's, uh, a living being, that's abandoned and a bit suffering, he was suffering too. But in his heart, um, compassion and loving kindness arise. So his depression and suicidal thoughts become less and less once you replace the mind state yeah, from rage, anger and depression to loving kindness and compassion, it changes. So as a layperson, yeah, sometimes you are not careful, you're not careful, we are not aware of our minds, we're not aware of our thoughts. Yeah. These kind of um, underlining depression or rage can consume our mind. So that's why it's always good to um, practice meditation, to watch the mind to restrain just our senses and to restrain our thoughts and emotion because if we don't do that it's a great source of suffering so the Buddha say I a our mind is our controller is a great source of suffering but our mind is world controller or restrain is a great source of happiness so that's a nice story that I I, uh, I saw I thought I'll share it with everyone <laughs> so the Benefit of loving kindness. Um, yeah, it's it's quite 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 it's a good way to practice. I mean two days ago I heard that Facebook has changed their their name to the um the metal virtue or metal um, um to metal. I can't remember was what, what it fully meant. So it's meta virtue or some kind of um Meta, meta, yes, I remember metaverse, I go, okay, <laughs> but they spell with M E T A instead of double T. Yeah. Metaverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as long as the human mind is conditioned to go outside to the world, and then they see, it's just feeding the departments and there's always, um, yeah, uncertain, but if we go inwards, we go into our own practice. We develop loving kindness in one's heart Then we we allow that kindness and want to grow in our heart in our mind. Yep. Because when we if we allow our mind to go upwards, then what we do we are just basically feeding the developers in the world. And when that happens, there will never be peace, because it's it's like addiction. The mind goes out and it feeds on those addiction because. It, because we feed on it, we think that it will bring us happiness. But what it brings up bring brings us is more work, more more responsibility, and more commitment. But as for Buddhism, the practice of the Eightfold Path, or the Four Noble Truth, is, is to go inwards. So when you go inwards, you learn to let go our attachment and let go of our, our discontent our anger, pain or suffering. Yep. So same same with that person, that Korean guy I was thinking of suicide thoughts. So when we develop loving kindness towards the puppy, then um, compassion and loving kindness arise in his heart. So when we do practice loving kindness, we have loving benefit of loving kindness. One is we sleep well, and two is we wake up constantly. and three we see no evil dreams so we don't have any evil dreams when we when we when we dreams at night then yeah? um and one condition is um a person is dear to human beings Then, um a the fifth condition is he's dear to non-human beings and the sixth condition is um he's protected by um or or heavenly beings mm, sometimes wonder is that possible i think when i stay in the monastery long <laughs> enough i realized hmm, sometimes when we do need things uh, things will happen it's quite unusual <laughs> and um yeah and the seventh, seventh condition is fire poison or weapon will not touch that person i don't show sure about a fire or poison but i remember when i went to india and if i was eaten get some food poisoning, yeah? if I have a positive minor uh, developing kindness, uh, you see um, my sickness will be overcome pretty rapidly. Yeah? And um, and the eighth condition, uh, a person's mind will calm come, come and concentrated quickly. Yeah? Yeah. And um, and he, and the ninth condition is, uh, yeah, the, the mind, Leads to somebody easily, it uh, becomes contented easily with loving kindness. Mm. Yep. So, um, and third condition is a person pass away. He won't pass away with with, with a mind of, of confusion, confused mind. So mind is more clear. Yep. And the last condition, um, he will he might get. Reborn in the higher plane. Mm. Okay, so yes, um, I think we'll finish now, because Because um,
1: is there any questions? Yeah, but thank you, Bhante. We we do have um, two questions that have come in so far. Uh, so the first question here is. Um, I'm thinking all the time and being anxious and I'm not aware of it. Even if I think, I even think during meditation, mm. how do I notice my restlessness thinking so that I can be relaxed? Okay. Ooh. the
0: thinking mind is, is, is basically, we've been conditioned through our education system um, now, even with worse, with, um, with internet uh, and smartphone, uh, so our mind is always very active all the time. Um, I mean, I have the same problem too, uh, when, when, when I'm, um, with the community too much or get too busy with work uh, or other responsibility and uh, I can stop thinking uh, and it feel like I'm going crazy Um, uh, uh, but luckily uh, I can catch myself uh, when the mind is calm and peaceful uh, and, um, when we calm and still everything, yeah? then what will ha- happen is um, the thinking will be replaced with awareness or mindfulness. So the thoughts are not there, or if it's just in the background or less, but it's, it's replaced with awareness. So when we're aware of things, uh, we see things, we know things, uh, not from thinking, yeah, just from bare awareness. So it's like, um, it's like writing with our right hand so the right hand is a is thinking mind. Then when, if you want to stop writing with your right hand and learn to write with your left hand, then it will take a while to master how to write with our left hand. That's also to do with work too. For work, we use our right hand more than our left hand. So those conditioning takes a while. So the conditional mind to stop thinking or do less our thinking as much as possible. It does take a while and quite a long time. I remember when I was start learning meditation, yeah, it it was difficult, but if our mind can be replaced from confusion, anxiety to um, peace, freedom and letting go, then our mind can basically taste that happiness and freedom and basically live, live worst that uh, because when when we think too much uh, you can very very chaotic uh, yep so that's what when I was before I was Buddhist uh, before even I learned meditation I, I try and think my way out of everything uh, and it actually like, um, cause a lot of depression in my heart and in my mind uh, so some days I can't even sleep uh, properly uh, I think the longest I went uh, was about something over a week uh, not sleeping properly uh, and mouth very active yep so when I learned to basically just slow it down and allowed to slowly lessen then a lot of sense of peace and happiness arise in my heart then i realize that i don't have to think too much i just learn to train myself to be aware aware of things so it does take a lot of um, um restraint and effort to practice and that's why in the monastery it's, it's an ideal place or in the retreat center or in a quiet place at home find a quiet place in the evening or at night or early, especially early in the morning. Find yeah, a place that um, you don't have to get up uh, and do things uh, and make sure like things like your mobile phone uh, or your computer not uh, close by, because yeah. when you pick things up again, uh, then it's basically just feeding the mind with information. Uh, yeah. So during the wasser, uh, it's quite interesting. yeah. So during the three months wasser, uh, when you spend a lot of time by yourself, uh, that reminds me of a simile uh, of, of the, um, the the three monkeys so um one monkey is like um, see no evil holding his eye and the uh, second monkey was um he no evil and the third monkey is speak no evil good mm-hmm. mantra mm-hmm. and I like to add in another fourth monkey uh, is um not to say use your device uh, so no <laughs> no no um Internet, no evil. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so that's the, that's the three, three um, monkeys yeah. but I add the fourth one. Yeah. So don't don't see too much, don't hear too much, don't speak too much or gossip too much and don't internet too much too. Mm-hmm. So we don't get too involved yeah. then things become more quiet. Our minds don't become too active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, so it does, does take a while.
1: Yeah. Okay, is so there any, any other question? Yes, Pante, there's um two more that have come up, Two more. Uh, so the, the the next one here is uh, do some people misinterpret depression for a more for more, for a more spiritual cleansing and it's slash a deep purge of karma called the dark night of the soul. Ah, oh, okay, yes. I'm not familiar with that. Yes. This is
0: quite normal because sometimes the more we let go. Eh? the boy we have a taste of um of the peace and calm and stillness and for someone that's getting into very good meditation that do arise it becomes very confusing like it's like our heart uh, long for that peace and freedom and when suffering arise when it becomes very busy then we don't want that so sometimes we notice with practitioner when they go on retreat they're very happy when they come on retreat uh, they get irritated too much. Yeah. So if there's too much talking or too much work, yeah, um, yeah the, the, the practitioner can get grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> so even monks monks and lay people, I notice that happen. So sometimes I realize it's just noise. Um, it's just busyness. So the trick of a practitioner is learn not to react to it too much. When there's work, we have to work. When we need to eat, <laughs> we have to eat when you go to the toilet and use the shower we use the toilet like you cannot spend 24 hours in the cave uh, sitting in meditation uh, yeah as a monastic uh, or or a lay practitioner uh, these are the duties that we have to do uh, Yep. Yeah. and sometimes if we get too confused uh, um, it, things can be very blurry uh, yeah that's why the concept of non-self is so important is we learn not to get too personal Yep. Yeah. We know that things that need to be done. And when things happen, good or bad, we don't get too personal with it. We let it go. We do our job. And if there's an argument or there's the drama happening, yeah, um, we try and fix it and solve it. And we can't solve it. We just let it go and just walk away and just go back to our meditation. Mm. Because sometimes it's good when depression, when it's good when, um, um, deformers arise. When when there's still defilements arise, then we know that we still have to practice. Yeah. A, a person that's completely free of defilements uh, is a fully enlightened Arahant. Because there's no more self there. The self is gone, it's been broken. Yeah. So the house builder has been seen and basically been destroyed. So that human being or that that um awakened a noble person uh, get, does not get reborn again. And if you, if you haven't broken full fully, yeah, maybe maximum seven more seven more rebirth. Yeah. But you seen that having a self yeah, is a suffering. Yeah.
1: Mm. Okay, so any other questions? Yes, Monte. Uh there's uh there's there's two more here. Uh, one that's over with this one first. Um is watching the breath the quickest way to gradually stop negative thinking or worries?
0: Um, the, the breath is basically a object, no? because when we sit down and meditate, no? we need an object. The, the mind need to um, be anchored into object. No? So the breath is a neutral object. So when we are aware of breath, no? um, it does have a calming effect. No? On the body yeah, and on the mind yep so walking meditation is on that object the mind's aware of, of the sensation of the of our feet moving forward and touching yeah. it's good when you have very active mind, yeah, and uh, the the body a lot of energy yeah. it needs to do something yeah. and um like we can't sit still we sit still like just pain in our legs yeah, and cramp and stuff yeah. so we want to get out and do something yeah. so walk walking walking meditation is allow allow this energy just to be um, let um cool down the so same with the breath the breath is is to allow our our busy mind to basically just cool down and calm calm down slowly so yeah so the breath is quite important and um it takes time so we should not rush it yeah sometimes if people do it wrongly yeah uh, and then you just put too much effort uh, on the breath uh, and later on you get a headache. Yeah. So I, I have seen, um, um told by a um, lay practitioner, when you sit down and meditate, yeah, they put so much effort on washing the breath, uh, they get a headache, yeah, like. <laughs> so sometimes you have to allow things to
1: calm down, quietly and gently, yeah. yes. Thank you, Pante. I, I can certainly relate to that one about the um, the tension in the forehead that develops when you just, just try too hard in watching the breath. So I, I certainly can experience that. Uh, the question here is coming to heart. So I want to let go of anger towards someone just just sorry. Um, I want to let go of anger towards someone who hurt me. When I catch myself letting um, when I catch myself getting angry, I stop. Is that enough just now? Will I be able to forgive? Um, anger is, 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 is
0: quite a difficult thing, yeah? especially if it's towards someone else. Yeah? But, um, even at work, work is not too bad. When you come back home, yeah, um, you don't see that person. I think mean, the hardest in, in family life, yeah? so when you're in the family yeah, or even the community in the monastery, yeah, there are some people that will do things according to the defilements, uh, because as long as it's self, uh, it's the defilements. Uh, and you look at the world these days, even with climate, climate change, we government come argue one another uh, over climate policy. Uh, so as long as there's defilements of minor, the defilements will fuel of climate change. Uh, so things like anger, depression, hatred, it's always to be there. Uh, but it's good to know it, when we know it, we understand it, we stop feeling it, and we let it go. And if it's not working, then we learn to forgive ourselves. We forgive ourselves uh, for being there. We forgive ourselves uh, for being a human being. Because sometimes I also get that a lot too. Uh, I come to support this place. Uh, I'm being blamed so many times uh, for so many things. Sending uh, shame and put down for so many times for so many things. Uh, and I go, if I allow all these things to go in my heart, basically, I feel like a miserable monk in the future. <laughs> I learned to let it go. I say, look, I just want to be a simple monk. I'm not, I'm not the best scholar monk. I'm not the best chanter. I'm not the best building monk. Um, I'm not the um, I'm not the perfect monk. I mean, what's the point of going to be the best and the perfect? So I let it, I let it go. So people can, monks or monastic, lay people, can say all kinds of things, put me down there eh, because they expect they want more from me. Eh, and I can't deliver all this because our day as a monk, to live simply eh, and let things go. Yeah, sometimes if people want the, want the perfect monk, eh, they see, maybe they can um look for some other monk that have 20 or 40 reigns, eh, that's good at everything. But I'm just a simple monk. Eh. So I just let things letting be and uh, forgive myself and be, be, be forgive myself for being here and i um, getting blamed for so many things. So yeah, sometimes the, the good thing with me is I like to get a lot of monks come here and share out the work. If I um, take out too many respons- responsibility and deliver the expectation of the community or the committee, or at least supporter like. oh i make a lot of suffering yeah, yeah. because i'm not an intellectual monk yeah, yeah. so i don't have a patient psd or went to university yeah. what well, i did is it. just went up to the mines worked there learn meditation and got a lot of benefit out of it like. so i dance a monk to live simply and support the community but i'm um, coming here to um, support this community in the early days uh, i was going oh that's one this place to do well so I have a second month to come and visit, and uh, this is basically like a holiday for me to come here. La. But sometimes, um, yeah, other people do expect a lot from me, yeah. and uh, yeah, they will say a lot of uh, hurtful things. Uh. Yep, and I don't, I don't allow it to go in my heart. La. You know, it'll destroy me. Yeah. Yep. so I'll just let it go. La. Yeah. So it's true. La. Being a human being is is tough. It's never easy. Yeah. Same with being a monk. Yeah. It's also very tough, it's uh, so not easy to, uh, But the good thing is there's so many monastic here. Uh, I can basically go back to my, run back to my kuti and disappear. Uh, disappear in my in, into my meditation. Have a taste of freedom. Free myself from the madness of the world. Uh, and also sometimes from the monastery too.
1: Okay, thank you. <laughs> any, any other questions? No, that was it. Thank you. Thank you, Bhante. That was the, that was the last question. So, um... We're just coming on to 10 o'clock now um we can we can um end the talk okay. thank
0: you so yeah please be careless and be safe